Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to wear my shirt. Oh. I was trying to get a Silver Shamrock shirt, but they were sold out. Except for small, and I did not wear small. Me either. Never have, never will. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Those days again. Well, I just checked. It says they have a 5X, so I might be able to squeeze into that one. Same. <laughs> no. Grab me one, too. <laughs> You probably all squeeze in, we'll squeeze it together. We'll just all get in it. <laughs> It'll be our podcast. <laughs> all right, Stephen, would you like to count us down? In five, four, three, two. No, I, I couldn't find a song to play for this episode. <laughs> I'm hanging up. <laughs> really, that was. <laughs> it was. It was real difficult to find one. I feel like you do. I was singing it earlier. <laughs> it's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy Happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy Happy Halloween. 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 <laughs> yeah, especially right. a large group of toads jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Working in Connell Cochran's factory. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode 40. Of Santa Mira After Dark. Oh. I'm Jeremy. I'm Steven. <laughs> Meatball. So, so, so now, that it, now that it's sunk in, what do you think of the new name? That the shock is past you. <laughs> it sounds uh, more grown up. It sounds something movie related, which is what we tend to talk about. It sounds... Um... It, it sounds more. I like it. I mean, it like we sound uh, totally grown. grown. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Stephen, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Halloween three, season of the witch. So, first off, if <laughs> okay, Paul was here recording us now. It's about time. So, so first off, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say is, if if you come to me and say that you don't like Halloween three because Michael Myers is not in it, and I'm looking at you, Mom, I'm just gonna <laughs> completely ignore your opinion on this film. 
Well, she just didn't like it because of the bugs. Yeah, the bugs, too. <clears throat> that was just for a bit, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so what are, um, what are your guys' thoughts on Halloween 3? Can I go? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Halloween 3 is literally one of my all-time favorite movies, like, ever. And I get so much... I, I catch a lot of... Uh, I catch a lot of crap about it from everybody. Everybody! I'm pretty sure you gave me a hard time one time. Maybe. Or maybe just because of my order of it. But... <laughs> Yeah, I gave you a hard time because you said this was worse than, or you said this was better than the original Halloween. Well, not <laughs> so much better, but just, I mean, it's uh, personally for me, it's it's uh, the whole Halloween feel. You know what I mean? Like for me, um, mm -hmm. it's definitely uh, lights with this movie. I don't know how definitely feels doing. like Halloween. Um, Stephen, what do you think about Halloween three? I think it's super fun. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a um, that's a that's a good opinion on it. Uh, the um, it's like a really fun movie. <laughs> it really is, and it's also a, it's like the underdog man. Like it, it, it kind of got like looked over, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw um, somebody posting their Halloween ranking on Instagram. And they said they ranked this at number ten in the franchise. And they were like, they were like, I know this is an unpopular opinion to have this so low. And it's strange because like ten years ago, it would have been like controversial to have it so high up. But now it's yeah. like when you say Halloween Three is one of the worst in the franchise, people think you're nuts. Nowadays, it's Rob Zombie's Halloween Two that <laughs> it's controversial to be high up. Well, no one's really given this movie a fair chance anyway. So I always tell people to just like, you know, forget about Michael Myers and just look at it as, you know, just call it season of the witch. Think of it as a whole new movie is called season of the yeah. witch. Just watch it with no expectation of Michael Myers and you'll probably like it mm -hmm. because it's a really, really awesome movie. It's so, so good. I watch it all the time. All year. Christmas, Christmas morning. Don't care for it. Of course. Actually, I, I, I'm sure at one time or another I have, but no, usually I'm uh, 24 hours of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> With like the, one Batman Returns thrown in. The, the issue was that this was Halloween 3. I feel like if this was Halloween 2 it, it would have been better received I, wasn't it originally supposed to be uh, I'm not sure um, well his, I mean his I don't think that he originally planned on doing um, I, I mean if I, I may be wrong like I'm pretty sure that he originally you know the plan was to like he wasn't gonna do more michael myers like the first one was michael myers halloween 2 yeah. i don't think was supposed to happen they were all going to be different stories so then i think this was the uh -huh. next one and then by popular demand i believe um 
Michael was brought back for part two. Yeah. Fact check me or something. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, the, like, because when you have an iconic character like Michael Myers and you put him in two movies and then it's like, oh, Halloween 3 is coming out, but you, like, hardly tell anybody that it's a different movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the mistake. And I was watching this documentary about Halloween 3 that's on the Blu-ray. <clears throat> and uh, the director, Tommy Lee Wallace, even came out and said the issue was that no one took the time and the effort to put in the promotional material that this is its own thing. And Michael Myers is not in it. Yeah. Um, At least he was on TV in the movie. Yeah, I mean, technically, he is in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, they they have the that commercial. Um, I was so there was one part in that documentary that was kind of confusing to me because uh, his his name is Erwin Yablons, and he was one of the producers for like first three Halloween movies, I think. Uh huh. And he was on the documentary saying, like, the idea to not include Michael Myers was stupid and wasn't my idea and it didn't it didn't get run by me. They just gave me a check and I just let them do what they wanted. And he was just, like, wiping his hands with it. I'm offended. And it, it's like, that's <laughs> not it's like, that's not the point of this documentary is to just bash the idea of not having Michael Myers in it. Like yeah. everyone else everyone else is talking about how it gained the following over the years and that like Tommy Lee Wallace was saying how he felt terrible after it was released because it was like in and out of theaters in like a week. And then this guy just comes on and is like, Yeah, I, I didn't have anything to do with that. It was it was all them. The disrespect. Yeah, I just thought it was really weird. <clears throat> um, are you also aware that Halloween 3 also refers to the um, the masks in the movie? Because there's three of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I did was, not. Yeah. That was Tommy Lee Wallace's like way of trying to tie in Halloween 3 to the story, was to just make three masks. Yeah. Halloween 3, the three masks. Um. So yeah, who wants to uh, who wants to start going through the plot? Steven. <laughs> you're good at it. Am I mean, I? you both are. I'm not. I'm, I'm like. All right, Steven. Well, right away. Well, after we're open with the close up on the TV, we see this man being chased by suited men. Yes. And we don't know who the suited men are yet. That's true. But they are they already act strange. Like you know right away that oh these people are different. It's almost yeah, like a men in black type thing. Yeah. Um I forgot to mention we open on Saturday the twenty third. 
we're over a week until we get to the actual day mm. that the movie is based off of. Oh yeah, they even the commercial even says eight more days till Halloween. And we're actually in a year where the dates line up with this movie. Hey, did you know that there's uh I found I found this a couple weeks ago. Um there's like a a countdown like there's a little website you can click on and it has a constant countdown for down to the seconds. It's really neat. What is it counting down to? To Halloween. Like it's oh. it's like with this movie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's counting down to Halloween for us too. No, it's I didn't, a little I didn't countdown thingy. It's so nerdy. Sorry. <laughs> you should send that to us because I didn't know that was a thing. Let me, let me pull it up. I'll see it now. <clears throat> yeah, so like you said, this guy's being chased by suspicious men. Goals. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Games. They, they do something where like they're, they're choking the suspicious man. And um, it's, it's also worth noting that he has a uh, silver shamrock mask hanging out of his pants. <laughs> not, in his, not in his pocket, but his pants. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so he gets attacked in this junkyard or whatever. And um, he, he's like being choked by one of these guys in a suit. And he ends up like pulling a, a car toward him or like pulling a brick out from under a car to get the car to go in reverse. And yeah, it, it, it just crushes this guy and th this guy with the mask escapes. Um, <clears throat> this is where we're introduced to the suspicious um, gas station attendant. Oh, yeah. Um, so my question is, if a guy comes up to you and just faints like that, what would you do? And he's like, he's like holding the mask and saying that they're going to kill us all. Like, um, like, what are you gonna I'd, do? I'd probably just be like, "Oh, okay, uh, get away." No, <laughs> <laughs> putting, putting it on my Snapchat story. So you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna re record this guy. <laughs> mm -hmm. like, oh, I'd this... probably be. <laughs> no, I mean, I'd probably play along. I was like, "Oh yeah, I know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, who's That's doing crazy. that? That's crazy. What? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> no. So, we see on the, one of the TV screens, and I don't know how recently you guys watched this. I just watched it yesterday. A couple weeks ago. Uh, Meepaw watches it all the time, so I'm assuming she just... It just went off a little while ago. I was about to say, I'm assuming you've watched it with breakfast this morning. <laughs> with my coffee. <laughs> um, yeah, so on the TV, there's like a news report that talks about how Stonehenge <laughs> is just missing. And I, like, I don't know, I, I, I like the idea of, of this old guy that works at a, a factory just trying to, to steal Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it just makes no sense to me. But, um... They're witches. 
or something. Yeah, so so for the longest time, I thought this movie had nothing to do with witches. And then just something at like one year I was watching it and something just clicked where I realized that they mentioned witchcraft at the end of the movie. Yeah. Even though he doesn't he doesn't call it witchcraft. I forget. He's like more or less. Yeah, I think Tom Atkins is the one that mentions witchcraft. Yeah. Or something like that. I was expecting like green skin, big nose witch. <laughs> and uh we get none of that. We just get an an old white guy. <laughs> <laughs> so right after they're done talking about Stonehenge, this is the first time that uh we hear the silver shamrock theme. Uh, of many. Yeah. Did um this song gets stuck in your guys' head when you first start it. This is the most catchy tune of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Seriously, and, um, it, it, it's hard to get rid of. It's 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 just so simple, but like so catchy. Mm-hmm. Totally catchy. It's the best jingle ever. Uncle Jesse couldn't have written a better himself. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I was going to go somewhere with that. Oh, the uh, director, uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, is actually the one who does the voice in the that's like talking about the big giveaway. Mm. So, um, that's a, a fun fact. <clears throat> so, this gas station attendant ends up taking this, um, this guy to the hospital. And uh, this is where we're introduced to our hero of the film, uh, Tom Atkins, who <laughs> is playing the worst doctor in the world. <laughs> oh, no. He seemed pretty competent to me. So, <laughs> I like how the first time we meet him, he's meeting with his ex-wife and bringing his kids these, like, 99-cent masks. <laughs> yeah. And and they're just like, Mom already got us masks, and this is the first time we see the silver shamrock masks. Uh-huh. Um, and so I think was he... Nancy Loomis's third appearance in the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her th- her third and last. Mm. Uh, she actually looks a lot older in this movie than she did. In uh, in the first Halloween, yeah, I don't know if they did that on purpose. Or I don't know. I don't know if she just actually aged like fifteen years in five (laughs) years. (laughs) I think they did it on purpose. So, um, so Tom Atkins, our hero, his name is Doctor Chalice in the movie. Um, he gets called into work. Is this like? I guess he's on call to go to work because I think it's a small town or something, and he's like the only doctor, <laughs> or or something. <laughs> Another town's in uh, trouble then. Yeah, the, their fate relies on this drunk doctor <laughs> at all times. Oh, no. Um. Yeah. So he meets up with this guy in the hospital. Um. I think. 
I think the guy's getting like wheeled down the hall or something. And he like won't let go of the silver shamrock mask. And the commercial starts playing. No, I actually really want these masks. Those were hard to come by anyway. Someone could have taken it. That's true. Although <laughs> the kid, the kids definitely got them pretty easily. Yeah. So he ends up saying they're going to kill us, and I think the idea is that he like snuck into the final processing room. Like, is is that what you guys got? Oh yeah, he saw too much. Yeah, like he he somehow knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Steven, you want to take it away? Uh oh. <laughs> Does he die <laughs> right after that? Yeah. Oh yeah. So the men come back. Apparently, every time I take it away, the the men are gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Yeah, they sneak into his... One of them sneaks into his room at night. And that was like the strangest death scene, because they just like... Pull his nose. <laughs> and, like, yeah, his that's skull. upset. Yeah, that that's like... Ouch. Yeah. So yeah, they like the... destroy his skull. <laughs> it's like the first hint that the, the these people are like supernatural or something yeah and they look like, kind of robot like robotic under yeah under that you know mm-hmm. oh yeah right after that he goes into his car and sets himself and the car on fire yeah but i, I like the the chase scene in the hospital where tom atkins just running through the hallways but like <laughs> It's like he's not really chasing anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's running. Yeah. Um, so I like how uh, he he's going through this whole ordeal at work, and like this guy's skull just got ripped apart. This guy just blew himself up in the parking lot, and he's on the phone with his wife trying to explain like. Hey, this stuff happened at work. I need to be here. <laughs> and you just hear her her screaming on the phone to him. <laughs> and I, I'm like the priorities. I'm like 99% sure that we never see her again in the movie. We just hear her yelling on the phone through the rest of it. Yeah, I think so. Am I right in saying that? Because I don't, I don't think we really see the kids. We just hear her, <laughs> hear her screaming to him on the phone. Mm-hmm. Even at the end, when he's like, tell the kids not to put the masks on, she's like, she's like, are you drunk again? She accused him of being jealous. But like, <laughs> I mean, you can't really blame her for, for thinking yeah. he's, he's just drunk because <laughs> that's our hero in this movie is just a, a big old drunk with a nice mustache. What do you guys think of Tom Atkins' mustache? Um, Iconic. Legend. The, the, sec the sexiest mustache in film history? I would... Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I would date him. Especially, especially when, he, when he's rubbing it all over this young girl's 
nipple later on. <laughs> <laughs> Does that not so. make you guys uncomfortable? Like that whole scene, like is so oh, it didn't need to happen. It really okay. didn't need to happen. Like it didn't need to happen, <laughs> and they certainly did not need to show us. Like nothing about it needed to happen. It's very uncomfortable. Um, totally creepy, man. She's I, all about him too. Like I just don't get it. I know. <laughs> I know. I I can't understand. But whatever. One of one of the many females in this movie that are all about him are <laughs> fawning over Tom Atkins. Like <laughs> all these women, dude. Like he's like he has like five girlfriends, man. Serious <laughs> ones too. Like he's like all serious with them, and he's a doctor. With kids, like where do you ha- and <laughs> where how do you have time to to professionally drink like you do too? Like he he's dedicated mm-hmm. when he when he's, he really uh, is <laughs> on something he wants to do. He does it. He spanks one of the one of the doc or one of the nurses or whatever. <laughs> like like later on in the movie, he mentions going to dinner with the coroner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it's like every girl that works in this hospital he's he's like having something with he's a busy man yeah fly today <laughs> um yeah we'll get to <laughs> we'll get to the nipple sucking later but but um but <laughs> okay. right now it is uh it is sunday the 24th and this is where we meet uh, Ellie Grimbridge, who is uh, there to like confirm the identity of her dead father, who got her, who got his uh, skull the part broken. <clears throat> so, just by looking at Tom Atkins, like I'm looking at Tom Atkins, looking at her, and you can tell mm-hmm. he's up to something. <laughs> what? <laughs> and th- there is like. No other reason for this doctor to be traveling across the state with this young girl, unless he has ulterior motives. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's he's just a doctor. It's not like he's a police officer or like a like a private investigator or something. Maybe he does it all because the um, because the town's small. He's just a good stand-up guy. He didn't plan that, you know, just things happen. One thing led to another. When sparks fly, sparks fly. No. Yeah. (laughs) So these these title cards are nuts. Because I swear nothing really happens on Sunday the twenty fourth. Except for just him meeting Ellie. And then it cuts to Wednesday the twenty seventh, which is today actually when we're recording. Oh, so this stuff is happening right Ooh. as we as as we speak. This is happening. I was not notes, aware. In my notes, I mean, it says know. nothing happens except Doctor Chalice talking to the coroner. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, "Hey, have any updates with those with the the guy who blew himself up in the parking lot?" No, not yet. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. And then it just cuts. <laughs> yeah, they just like find metal pieces and stuff. I just yeah. assume he's like drunk from that time to that time, like, and and this is like a blackout period, and then yeah. 
then it's uh, Wednesday or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the time jumps are when he's just he's just blacked out on the couch, yeah. <laughs> and the town is currently doing without a doctor. <laughs> so, so does he live with his ex wife? No, they never really say. Or is that his ex wife? I kind of. I got the impression it was his ex wife. I always like, kind of thought it was just uh, that he they were married, but he's a shitty husband. But you know, that's what I used to think cynical. too. Um, because yeah, because one guy I worked with used to like. I think he currently still does. He got fired earlier this year, but um, oh. he he lives with his wife, but they're technically not like together. Uh-huh. So maybe it's one of those situations where like you're separate, but you still live with your wife slash husband. Yeah, it has to be an awkward situation because like <laughs> for sure, like, you know, you know that like. He just got home from banging a twenty-two year old. <laughs> Out. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know though. In, in my notes I took it as that that's his ex wife. But it does seem like they live together. Yeah. Um so yeah, we cut to uh Friday the twenty ninth, which is uh two days from now. Um, and here's our hero just uh, sitting at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so he's watching. Uh, he's watching TV, and this is where we get the first and only appearance of Michael Myers in this movie when he's on the TV. Mm-hmm. And um, like you, you can tell that him and him and the bartender are like on a first name basis because he's like asking him to change the channel and everything and he's always uh, there yeah you can tell he's always there so he changes the channel and then we see another silver shamrock commercial and Tom Atkins like has this suspicions that something happened involving him I think it's what we're getting at because he does say that the commercial is annoying or something Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when Ellie somehow tracks him down into this bar, and I, I'm I'm assuming it's just one of those things where she like went to the hospital, and she's like, "Hey, do you know where Doctor Chalice is at?" And they're just like, "Oh, well, if he's not here, he's at the bar." <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she, just <found> <laughs> she just found him that easily. They're just like, well, he's either here at his house or at the bar. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, so, so she's like, where, where else is there to go? <laughs> <laughs> so she's she says something about like, what, what did my father say before he died or something? And he lies to her and is like, yeah, he said, tell Ellie I love her. Why would he never that? <laughs> <laughs> which is never anybody's last words. And she like, knew it was a lie instantly. Well, because it, cause it's like, why would he say that when his skull's ripped apart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I like, don't know. If I ever get attacked like that, I'm I'm, I'm only going to say, tell Ellie I love her. <laughs> <laughs> tell Meatball Jr. I love him. Oh, <laughs> little Meatball. <laughs> so. Junior. Legend. So, so Ellie, like, convinces uh, Tom Atkins to go check out her father's shop or something because she's um, oh, he, he does mention that the circumstances of his death was really weird because he ran in the hospital with a, with a mask and whatever and wouldn't let it go. And then the next thing he knew, his skull was ripped apart. Mm-hmm. And the guy blew himself up in the parking lot. It was a little bit suspicious. Yeah. Kind of sus. <clears throat> so. Sussy imposter. <laughs> <laughs> So she's she's apparently been doing some detective work and um she thinks that something happened to him in Santa Mira because I guess he picked up all of his masks up until like that certain point and then he kind of just vanished until he was in the hospital and that's when everything got weird. <laughs> yeah. So Here's uh here here's Doctor Chalice again on the phone with his wife, and we just hear her screaming at him. And then once again, he makes up something like he's going to like a doctor's convention, and you you can tell he says this like every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> all, all all you hear is is his wife Linda just screaming at screaming at him on the phone. And what's also funny is that he makes sure that he has a six pack of cans with him before he gets in the car. <laughs> Don't we all? I mean, let's be real for a second. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody are, is going to call and scream at me like that, like, it's not going to make me want to come spend time and get screamed at more. I'm going to get a six pack and go to a doctor convention myself. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, also- I, I'm, I support him on this. I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> all jokes aside, like I, I'm, I'm with him there. Mm-hmm. I'd be drinking all the time too, if I had to put up with that. Yeah. Who wants to get screamed at like that? <laughs> Cause she is not like Annie where she's funny. So, I mean, <laughs> Which maybe I mean he's probably you know she probably had a reason to scream at him too but who knows like yeah um, that's what I was saying I feel like he uses this excuse like every weekend <laughs> oh I have another doctor's convention yeah it's like oh this is that's that's the third time this month <laughs> <laughs> I do want to play this clip of uh, Tom Atkins that I I sent it to Stephen last week but it, it's uh, it's pretty funny it's only like thirty seconds. Because I mean, right off the bat, I walk in, I walk into my house, and Nancy Loomis is my wife. She's actually Tommy Lee Wallace's wife at the time, while we were shooting. And um, I walk out on her and the kids, have a couple of beers, and run off with some young chick and head north. I don't know what the hell kind of a doctor I was. <laughs> a classic story, Spanky. 
And here I am trying to take up for him because because nobody else is. I'm like, no, he's not that. Maybe no. And he doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, I gotta no. stop doing that for people. <laughs> I'm doing it for anybody. Like that's on that documentary I watched too about about this movie. Um, it's actually he's on YouTube. Guy. It's actually on YouTube for free. So if you want to watch it, it's like a half hour long. Mm. Um, it's hilarious because. Tom Atkins acts like that through the whole documentary where he's like cracking up at the movie for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, so so uh, we uh, we enter Santa Mira, California. And like, everyone in the town is. Kind of watching them. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, like, I don't know. I, I like to think that the town was like kind of replaced with androids that's what i'm thinking it's, and the people that remain there yeah because know about it but well then there was like that old drunk man that he they seemed to you know intimidate him and like pay him off with um cheap booze yeah yeah <laughs> um and he just so you know turns it you know like doesn't see he don't see anything <laughs> he don't know nothing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the, the the whole town like has eyes on them and they show a bunch of like uh like cameras watching them and tom atkins is talking about how this um like it was like this irish man took over the town to put his factory here and it's it's almost like the town, like we said, they're either androids or they have like Stockholm syndrome, where it's like, it's Connell Cochran's a great man. Yeah, yeah. he is though. He's, <laughs> he's he's I like him pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Doctor Chalice and Ellie, they they have to play husband and wife. <laughs> um. And they stay at this hotel. Um, and this is where I remember me and Steven watched this like 10 years ago or something. And we were cracking up at this whole scene in the parking lot of this, uh, of this motel. Oh yeah. Everybody's extra. Yeah. We're introduced <laughs> to the, the, the cup for family. And, um, what what's her name? Marge, I think it is from the. I don't know. She's just some random girl that is apparently dealing with some type of uh, nonsense in the mm -hmm. at the company. Um, There's something's wrong with her mask. It's defective. Yeah. And what could be wrong with a mask? A lot. I think <laughs> that you have think... to go out to the company. Is it that the the chip fell off or something? She does say that they're cheap. They're, they're like cheaply made. Cheap and made. The chip fell off. <laughs> they're cheap made. But it's like, why are you running to headquarters? Just because your the chip fell off of your mask. Let's glue it back on. I think she might have been told to do that about it or something. Mm -hmm. Or maybe. Yeah, she was told to come. 
that seems like some shit a company would tell you to do. Mm. Like, come here so we can just kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So. Just bring it to us directly. We'll fix it. Psych. So, uh, Tom Atkins almost gets run over by an RV. (laughs) Um, Like I said, we're introduced to the Cupfer family. Um, That family. He... Dr. Chalice goes into the room and immediately says, I need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and like Ellie wants to go to the factory and he's like, he's like, I need a drink. It's a zoo out here. <laughs> and uh, this is where we learn of uh, <clears throat> Dr. Chalice's ulterior motives. Because, I think it was. Um, I don't know. It might have been her ulterior motives too. Maybe because she definitely she, pa- she definitely packed that lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she was. She had plans. She shaved her legs too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so he says something like, "Should I get my own room or should I sleep in the car?" And she's like, won't that be suspicious? And she's like, she's like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, that's a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just start going at it. <laughs> the flirting. <laughs> so. So they, they start going at it and then it cuts to curfew. And uh, somehow Dr. Chalice is outside after curfew because he went to, he went to the, the liquor store. <laughs> because, of course, he did. Um, and this is where he encounters... This is where he encounters the homeless man trying to bring down Silver Shamrock Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of knew it was a bad idea, but he still... Um... I was trying to bring them down because he's like looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I think he was drunk and he was just shouting and screaming everything. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was his mistake. Um, so yeah, his idea to bring down this whole factory is to just throw some Molotov cocktails at it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to bring down the whole factory. Effective. It is. It'd be funny if they just did that and then they immediately put out the fire. Kind of just me an idea. <laughs> destroy a factory with Molotov cocktails? Um, not a factory. Actually, continue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the homeless man claims that uh, Ronald Cochran is evil and like all of his employees are brought from out of town. And he didn't hire anybody from the inside, including himself. In reality, it was probably just him that didn't get a job because he's just a homeless drunk. So, um, so when he walks away from Dr. Chalice, he gets encountered by... Uh, Steve, you want to take it away? Oh, <laughs> the men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the men are back. I forget Did what you they know? did for him. I remember they killed him. 
Yeah, they rip his head off. Goals. Uh, did, did you know that one of these guys is played by Dick Warlock, who played uh, Michael Myers in Halloween 2? No. Yeah, it's like, it's the main guy, the one that gets his stomach punched in at the end of the movie. I feel like someone had told me that before, but... They should have got Nick Castle, too. <clears throat> yeah, they should have. Nick Warlock was a bad Michael Myers. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate his, like, slow robotic walk that he does. Um, I don't really like Halloween 2 anyways. I'm sorry, yeah, it's kind I'm of boring. Not even like Michael Myers, period, anymore. Cool. Why is that? I mean, I mean, sometimes I do, but not, <laughs> not that I'm not like, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. Like I, like I used to be really into Michael Myers and now I'm just kind of. Do you like the new movie? I still haven't watched it. I have, like, no. I have uh, access to watch it, but I haven't, I haven't yet. I'll, I'll probably do it um, before this week's over is my plan. So I just have, I, I haven't had a chance yet. Curious is what you think. I'll, met, I'll uh, get with you guys immediately after to discuss. Okay. Sweet. Um. Yeah, so, so that night, Ellie meets Marge in the parking lot, and nothing interesting really happens except Marge complains about her masks and the tags falling off and how they're cheaply made. But um, we'll get back to Marge in a um in a minute when she's uh tampering mm. with her mask. But uh, more so the chip. So, so Doctor Chalice calls uh, calls the coroner once again, and is like, "Did you find any have any updates on the body or whatever?" And this is where she says that she only that no, she says they did an autopsy on the car, which is like kind of hinting that those people aren't people and they're robots. Yeah. Um. So we go back into um, Dr. Chalice and Ellie's hotel room. Mm. And uh, this is where things get uh, quite sensual, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, we talked about how uncomfortable this scene is. <laughs> yeah. Same thing happens in, I think it's Sleepaway Camp 3, where there's... This old man sucking on the nipple of a young woman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. We don't need it. So, uh, the reason why he's doing this <sighs> is because the actress had a no nipple clause in her contract, so she needed to be covered. <laughs> so, their idea, instead of like just keeping the lingerie on her or something, was to just have Tom Atkins... With half half of her boob in, in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we gotta hide the <laughs> we gotta hide the nipple. <laughs> oh, Mackins, I got this. 
<laughs> I, just, I just picture Tom Atkins behind the scenes, like, like the only way we can hide this nipple is for me to put it in my mouth. <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> plan. <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Yeah, that's the only way. We, only way we can do it." <laughs> Rub your mustache. I can't think on of it, any other way <laughs> that would have uh, worked out. So. He's yeah, a brilliant man. That was the best option. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to me. So, did you notice that, like, right before the sex scene starts, he's like, wait, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, yeah. He's a total fucking creep, dude. Sorry for... Am I allowed to cuss? Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a... He's a fucking perfect. Totally. Like he, he, he gets to third base and he's like, wait, how old are you? <laughs> Would it have himself. mattered? <laughs> I, I mean, mean to him, like not She could have said <laughs> she she was sixteen and then he would have been one of those guys that's like, Well, the age of consent <laughs> is sixteen yeah. in in California. Yeah, he would have found some kind of like old pervy man loophole yeah well santa mira is under its own jurisdiction so yeah <laughs> um yeah and, and all she says is that she's older than she looks so she never actually says her age <laughs> mm -mm. um so, i mean she she could very well be like 17 <laughs> and we just don't know I think she was 23. That's probably what she was. It makes more sense. I just made that up. She definitely doesn't look like she's a high school student or anything. No. Yeah. Looks like an adult to me. Yeah. yeah. She, had, she had good young looking skin, though. She had, she had good. Yeah, so in 1980. She would have been uh, 23. That was a good guess. I am very good at that. <laughs> See how old Tom was it really? Would have been. She was 23 for real? Yeah. Oh, man. And uh, Tom Atkins is uh, 24 year years older than her. <laughs> that was Tom Atkins. That's like. Tom Atkins was uh... born in 1935. 19 what? 1935. Good. Oh, wow. He's old. She was born in 1959. So. <laughs> Dang. Oh. He's old. I'd like to get Tom Atkins on the podcast someday. We need yeah, to let's get him on there. Um, well, uh, we'll have to reach out to him like we did that one girl. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned that the last episode. Because we mentioned Frank versus Jason. Yeah, Monica Kina, not ignoring our. That bitch. I'm oh, yeah, going to hear this someday. I couldn't find the video of her interview. I'll, uh. Not a video of her with Tom Atkins, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... What what an odd. <laughs> what an odd group. It's, it, it's really, uh. He's just it's like, just like, hey, got a nipple I can suck. Yeah, that's, it's like 30 <laughs> minutes. 
No, I'm making this <laughs> up, but um, I would totally uh, love it if he got on our podcast. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say something different. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you know, I would, I would totally love it if he. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> okay. I mean, whatever it takes to get you on the podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Let me know, or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Atkins, I have I have two nipples. <laughs> They're ready to go. <laughs> um, we have a total of six. We do. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us just offering ourselves to Tom Atkins <laughs> so he can come on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Yikes. Not ourselves, okay. just the nipple. <laughs> you hear my dog. No, I, I don't. Okay, because she's just like sitting. Sorry to do do all this. She's just like sitting beside me, like licking her foot and looking all stupid, and she won't stop. That's no, okay. So, <laughs> okay, sorry. So while while there's hanky panky going on, um, they hear like a laser beam shoot from the next room <laughs> and some screaming. Mm-hmm. And she's just and Ellie's just like, what was that? And I forget what Tom Atkins says, but it's it's something funny, but I can't remember. But um, yeah, he's just very um, like, <laughs> uninterested in what might be happening next door because that's nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, uh, I think they go outside after that, and there's a van that's taking this woman. And I should probably mention that she was tampering with the silver shamrock tag and it shoots a laser beam in her mouth and like a bug crawls out of her mouth or something. Yeah. And she's not done. Very disturbing. My mom threw up at this scene. <laughs> like all the way. Yeah. Like she had to run to the bathroom. <laughs> she did, she didn't even get to the, she didn't even get to the other bugs. <laughs> oh man. Mom, but um, and those ones are what <laughs> And that's why she hates this movie because this one scene with the bugs made her throw up. That's pretty hardcore um, that she like threw up, threw up though. Go, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. So, so she's being taken to. Uh, Connell Cochran shows up at the motel, and Doctor Charles is like, "Where are they taking her?" And he's like, she'll get the finest care at my toy factory. <laughs> what? <laughs> so he he asks one of like the guards or whatever, like these men in suits. He's like, he's like, what happened here? And one of them just says misfire. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So more suspicious uh, ongoings at this uh, at this town. So uh, uh, uh. that misfire, like, I I have to chime in here, okay? Because like I have to interject, like that. You always like really offended me. I don't know why. Like I was there or something. Like dealing <laughs> with this pro, like it was like I knew it. You know what I mean? Like for some reason that part always like uh-huh. because they're they're so casual about it. Yeah, they're just like, oh, it was a misfire. <laughs> 
yeah, just he, he's misfire. And I'm like, it's like, no, you accidentally, <laughs> I knew it. You accidentally blew this woman's head up or whatever went on there. So we cut to uh, Saturday the 30th. Um, uh, Dr. Chalice is immediately calling the coroner once again. And he's uh, he's flirting with her at this point because or, I mean, I guess they're flirting with each other because she says something like you're going to have to owe me dinner after all this work. And he's like, he's like, I'm always down for dinner with you. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like he, he says these lines so smooth. But they're also like not smooth because they sound creepy. Yeah. But like apparently they work. Yeah, because she was ready. Yeah. Um, there must not be that many men in their town or something, because <laughs> they're just like they have to know he's full of shit, and they're just like, yeah. oh hey, you know, like they can't get anybody else. They're they're just like it's kind of sad. There should have just <laughs> been like like a quick like ten second clip or something added in here where. Um, when the cup for family shows up to the motel, like she just like pinches his butt or something. <laughs> so just so, just so we know that it's not just this town that's attracted to uh, Tom Atkins and that maybe it's women nationwide that are attracted to Tom Atkins. Mm-hmm. Cause no one in Santa Mira wants him except for Ellie, but she's from back where he's from. But, um, yeah, so he's telling the coroner to investigate this man named Connell Cochran. And uh, I never noticed this before until I was watching last night but, or yesterday, but the camera pans down and there's a microphone attached to the desk just to show that like he's being watched. Did anyone else notice that? Mm-hmm. No, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he's on, yeah, when he's on the phone, it pans down and that's how they know to go kill this coroner later on in the movie. I was wondering how they knew she was up to it, or she was researching all of it. Yeah. Yeah, now you know. <clears throat> so, uh, Ellie and Dr. Chalice go to the factory, and uh, they're kind of like questioning, and we find out that Ellie's dad picked up the masks and then apparently left town. And uh, they also they run into the Cupfer family once again. Who <laughs> this family is is like super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they're so extra. I was gonna say they're like sheep. Because <laughs> this like this this weird factory owner is like they're my number one seller, so I'm gonna come and invite you on a tour and. Put you, put you in a, a special room for some to, to get, give opinions on a commercial or whatever. Yeah. So, I guess they kind. I, I guess they messed up this family's order too. And oh no no I'm sorry, he's talking about um, Ellie's dad's order, who apparently went missing. Oh and yeah. This is when, when Connell Cochran comes into the room. And 
they introduce themselves as Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And he says that they're going to replace their order for free. And <laughs> this line always cracked me up when, uh, what's his name? The dad in this annoying family. Uh-huh. He just gets real close, real close to the camera, and he's like, "Is he incredible or what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, like that family that was... belonged in like a nineteen sixty sitcom or something. They've... Yeah, they're, they're they belong in Walmart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're overacting to the extreme. <laughs> Like, I don't know if they're written like that or they were directed to do that, but I'm not really complaining because it's hilarious. But Yeah. Yeah, they were I, funny. I felt like that was part, like, that was, um, you know, part of the, how they are, you know, their characters, you know, like mm-hmm. how they were told to be because yeah. they were just so, like, um impressed by him like he was somebody you know like and they felt special like they were somebody because like if if they were you know friends with him that made that made them a little more uh important than they actually are you know gave them a feeling of uh you know like they're super they're super impressed that mr cochran is inviting them to (laughs) To have a tour of the factory, yeah, like them, like me of all people, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I think that's how they're playing it off. Like, yeah, they're 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 a family of sheep, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like whatever you say, Mister Cochran. So, th- this guy just invites uh, Tom Atkins and Ellie on the tour. <laughs> He's just like, hey, is it okay if my friends come with me too? You just met. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's like I just know you from <laughs> from our encounter in the parking lot. But um, but yeah, we get a, a tour of the factory. Um, I think it like it's cool to see how the masks are made because that's like actually how they do it. Yeah, pouring the latex and the mold and stuff. So like I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um. <clears throat> Oh yeah, we're getting be... the we're getting the inside scoop just like everybody else. Yeah, it's like we were invited to Silver Shamrock novelties too. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> and he says like this this Cupfer guy is like impressed by all the toys that uh, Connell Cochran made over the years. <laughs> like, like, I forget they have the whole chain of stuff. It's not just masks. It's like. I think they said like exploding bubble gum and like sticky toilet paper and stuff like that. Like why? And, and this guy is so impressed by that. And then sticky toilet paper, I'd be so mad. <laughs> and then his wife is like, "This guy became one of the richest men in America just by selling gag gifts." Oh, there's hope for us yet. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be somebody. <laughs> We can be we can be as great as him. In reality, this this family is doing very well for themselves because they are like one of the, I think they say they're the best seller in the country for silver shamrock masks. They're also um, jackasses, though. 
100%. So, the little boy wants a silver shamrock mask, which uh, will ultimately be what uh, lets him meet his demise. Which is um, my favorite ooh. scene. So he wants he wants one of the masks, like, just sitting there. And Connell Cochran says something like, those masks haven't been through final processing. And it's like, why even be that cryptic? <laughs> yeah. It's like, they even put a sign up that says, like, final processing, do not enter. Yeah, he's like, well, these won't kill you. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, he he reaches into a box and gets some masks that like this one has the the chip on it or the tag or whatever. Um, and one of the guys asks him what what final processing is, and he's just like, "Oh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that." <laughs> Somebody else said that in something recently too. That I watched. It's funny because in this movie they they don't explain a lot by saying stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, so Ellie ends up seeing her father's car. Uh, it's like hidden away. So like whoever like, got her earlier was lying to her. Um, oh yeah. This was when he wanted to call the Marines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause she just, she sees the car and then she just gets like blocked before she can go to the car. And then we cut back to the motel room and Tom Atkins is just like, I think it's time to call in the Marines. <laughs> like, so, um, no, I don't think. It's like, what, like, what are the Marines going to do? Call in the police. <laughs> so. Um, now Dr. Chalice, he like tries to call out back to the coroner again and like now he can't call out of town. So they like I don't know if they just jammed all the phone lines or if like he specifically can't call but it's on like every phone that he can't call on. Um, and he goes back to his room and now Ellie's gone. And um who do we see outside of the motel room, Steven? The men in black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Wasn't she, like, chased by them? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he's also chased by them. <laughs> yeah, it, it's quite a long chase scene. Um... It was like an... It was like a... It, it was kind of like on an old episode of Chips. <laughs> I don't, do, Stephen. Do you know what chips is? Chips. I don't. <laughs> Never mind. I, I I know what chips is, but I could tell by Stephen's laugh that he didn't know what what chips is. So I was about to ask, but I was like, "Oh, I ask or should I just let it go?" <laughs> it's like an old cop show. It's hilarious. They made a movie a few years ago that was apparently terrible that I haven't seen. Yeah. The show was the show was good. Yeah, um, I've never seen it, but I know what it is. But I could just tell that Stephen didn't know what it was. Yeah, I was trying to think of a way to ask. 
Um, Respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> so. Eric Estrada. Yeah. So, um, so Tom Atkins, he like breaks into the, I think he breaks into the factory again by trying to escape from these guards. So his way of escaping is to go to like their headquarters. <laughs> yeah. To, <laughs> which, okay. <laughs> so he finds this like woman knitting and he's like yelling at her, like, where's the girl? As if anyone in, as if this random old lady in this town is going to know where girl is at <laughs> so he ends up shaking her and her head falls off and we find out that she's animatronic I mean she's like an animatronic right away yeah yeah I mean I don't know how he didn't know that from the get go um, I also want to point out real quick before I forget because I wanted to mention this earlier did you notice there are a few Halloween 3 easter eggs in Halloween 4 uh uh um, there's a scene in the in the school when they show the hallway. <clears throat> um, each of the classroom doors, like one has a pumpkin, one has a witch, and one has a skeleton. Oh. And when Jamie's going trick or treating on one of the houses, um, they have a witch and a skeleton and a pumpkin hanging on their house. I didn't even notice. I'm not 100% sure if they're Easter eggs, but... We're going to say it is. It seems like... I have all three of them, it seems to be... I like how the masks appear in in Halloween and Halloween Kills. Yeah. They're they're much better used in Halloween Kills than they are in... uh, 2018. Yeah. Sometime next year, I think I'm going to buy the Trick or Treat Studios Halloween 3 masks. Ones that I showed you the other day. Mm-hmm. I at least want the pumpkin. I think they're like fifty dollars a piece, so I might just bite the bullet and buy them. Because <laughs> <clears throat> I have a a couple Jason masks, and I have two of the three strangers masks. I'll just put them there. <laughs> there you go. Um. Yeah. So. The guards end up finding Chalice in this room with the uh, animatronic grandma and uh, Cochrane happens to be with them and he confronts uh, Dr. Chalice by calling him his real name. Uh, oh, I just left, but that's okay. Um, he calls him by his real name. So this is where we know that something like, he knows exactly who you are. Yeah. So We cut to uh, Sunday the 31st, so it's like the final 20 minutes of the movie, and we're finally finally on Halloween Day. Yeah, most of the movie doesn't even take place on Halloween, but it's the season. So, uh, Cochran is taking uh, Dr. Chalice to uh, Final Processing. And Mm. um, I forgot to mention that um, previous night, Dr. Chalice is like punching... One of the robots and ends up breaking them like he puts his hand through his stomach oh yeah that's the um michael myers yeah and the uh, robot ends up like like yellow liquid comes out of its mouth nasty and on the elevator ride that uh chalice 
and Dr. Cochran, not, not Dr. Cochran, Connell Cochran are going on, he, like, that same robot is right next to him. Somehow that robot, like, somehow still going. Maybe there's multiple copies of it. Because <clears throat> it's his and, main one. Yeah, maybe. It's, um, it's also a nice little detail that they, that the robot sneezes. <laughs> yeah. And Cochrane is like, um, he just says they're very convincing. So, we're at, like, the big reveal where Connell Cochrane kind of, uh, reveals his plan to Dr. Chalice. And we he learn... Stole. <laughs> yes. You could say it. <laughs> he stole Stonehenge. Yeah. Although I'm... And come up with... Since we don't get a reason, come up with a reason how he got it. Or a way how he got it real quick. Um... Robots. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The robot somehow got it there. <laughs> I was just going to say magic. Probably magic, I would assume. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted uh, to say that. Sorry. I thought you were gone for. <laughs> I don't know where you went. Um, Black magic, aliens, and robots all together. Yeah, because at the end of the movie, Connell Cochran disappears with like magic or something. <laughs> he does not die. Maybe that's how they got. Stonehenge in there is all they say is we we had a time getting it here. That's all we get. <laughs> that was probably so, fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, yeah, so he's walking through the plan and he he's like he's like something he says something that it it just takes a little piece and he like or it only takes a particle or something. And mm-hmm. he just he just touches a rock from Stonehenge and touches the chips for the masks. Um, not the TV show. Um <laughs> and he's and he says devastating, which was I don't know, it's kinda of, it's kinda of creepy that that's all it takes because he just touches the the rock, yeah. touches the chip, and he says devastating. Like I don't know. Just something cool I noticed. Yeah. Um, so. So they can make everything destructible. Yeah. And they still so, have a whole rock. So th- this is where we get the um, iconic scene of the movie that um, people that she loves. Um, oh yeah. The, the Cupfer family is uh, watching this uh, commercial for the Cochran family. And I mean, words can't do it justice. You just have to see it. Yeah. But um, Silver Shamrock commercial starts playing. The the kid's face starts melting. He, In the background, the mother's doing that crazy laugh <laughs> the whole time. Um, like he's like fighting it. She's like. Ah! Uh, like just like a, uh, yeah, and she like um, whatever she's <laughs> you know yeah, her, so her death was just her fainting. 
too much. <laughs> she I tried to watch it. this. I tried to watch this closely to see what, what exactly was going on. Um, like I, like Stephen, you said bugs come from the body. And I always thought the bugs came from the chip. Yeah, the snakes and stuff were coming out of the kid's mouth. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't think my TV is capable of such high quality. <laughs> <laughs> See such luxuries like bugs coming out of kids' mouths. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the the father dies by trying to escape and just gets bitten by a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, the kid's death is like. Kind of gross. I mean, it's really gross, but and the uh, the parents are just stupid. <laughs> yeah. So he gets bit and like immediately just falls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the mother, and the mother she just falls. Faint. Yeah. That, like, I hate bugs, so that like, I don't want bugs coming from my mouth. That'd be the worst way to go. Mm-hmm. It's pretty disgusting. So we get a uh, a montage of kids around the country wearing um, Halloween masks. Uh, some in front of a green screen, some not. No. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice green screen. I thought that this was all real. No, I don't think because the way they were in, I think it was Arizona or something. They were on like a skyline <laughs> and just walking. Oh, I didn't yeah. notice. It, I have a shirt with that. <laughs> I need to um, get a TV like yours because <laughs> you're seeing things that I'm not. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't obvious green screen. I mean, it looked good. So, back at the uh, the hospital, it's a zenith. <laughs> so, um, so it's also worth worth pointing out that. Um, Dean Cundy did the uh, cinematography on this movie, and he also did the first two Halloween movies. This was his last one, but mm. that's why, like, it, it kind of nails the Halloween feel, especially in like this montage. And Dean Cundy went on to have like a very uh, like, crazy successful career because he was involved in like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park. And he somehow he some somehow started with Halloween, but um, yeah. So we get a a quick scene of the coroner. Uh, this is where she finally gets it, where she's doing this autopsy and gets attacked by one of these guards, and the men in black. Yeah, just gets a, a drill to the face. <clears throat> And um, off screen, yeah. I mean, we see her feet. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things that is kind of more devastating when you don't see it. Yeah. So, um, back at the factory, um, Cochran has Doctor Chalice tied to the chair, and he's like telling him his big plan. And I guess the idea is to just do a math. A mass, a Celtic ancient sacrifice, mm-hmm. and sacrifice like millions of children around the world with these Halloween masks. 
but I support it. <clears throat> there's a big there's a big hole in his plan because we're on the west coast and he's telling all these kids to put on their masks at nine uh-huh. o'clock. So on the east coast it's like midnight. <laughs> and and all your kids so it's midnight on November first, and all, all the kids that you want to kill are probably asleep. I mean, it's nine o'clock Eastern time, seven o'clock central, something like that. <laughs> I don't know, because they just say nine o'clock, so I don't know. We didn't have but, internet back then. Like I don't know if it would have been on the news though to not like that all these kids died on the East Coast because of this commercial. No, I don't think so. Okay, maybe that's maybe that's what happened. <laughs> so right now on the West Coast it's nine o'clock, but across the country millions of children have already died. <laughs> <laughs> or they're already safe in bed. <laughs> yeah. Whichever if you want to root for good or evil, you could choose. <laughs> yeah. Um so like like I don't know the 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 reason for this ritual sacrifice. I don't really get into it. No. Um, I just remember reading something about like the the cult of Thorn in Halloween 6 like Michael Myers had to kill his bloodline or if he didn't the town would be destroyed or something like that. Like they would suffer severe droughts and stuff like that. So maybe it's like they just need to this big sacrifice to please the gods and not cause the world will be at peace even though there's bugs everywhere now maybe that's how bugs get here they come out of children because I know Jesus didn't invent some of these bugs out here (laughs) (laughs) so like wasps yeah so (laughs) So he puts the so Connell Cochran puts the mask on Doctor Chalice and like just leaves him to watch the TV, and the original Halloween is playing on the TV. Mm-hmm. And he's just somehow, walking. There. Yeah. Somehow he manages to throw the mask <laughs> and get it to land perfectly on the camera to block it. And, and he escapes from being tied to this chair. And. Um, so, so that like they get the hint that he escaped, and they know that he's go- going to save Ellie. So they they like watch her room on the cameras, mm-hmm. and obviously that's where he goes. So he um, yeah, I also forgot to point out that he calls <laughs> he calls his wife and is like, you can't let the kids wear the masks, and that's when she's just yelling, "You're you're drunk again." <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's um, when she said that he was jealous and all that, too. Mm-hmm. So, in his uh, escape route, he finds a bunch of the microchips and he somehow memorizes what buttons they push to play the commercial for him. <laughs> so, he ends up playing the commercial for the robots and uh, Connell Cochran. Which um, apparently like sets off the microchips or something. And yeah. Then as as the commercial's going off, he goes onto the catwalk and just drops like a thousand of these microchips, and they just start exploding all over the place. And like 
knocking the robots down and whatever. Mm-hmm. No bugs um, this time. I like how uh, Connell Cochran does not die from this. Like, he's the only one. Yeah. Which, like, I have a theory that he's, like, immortal. Because when he talks about his, like, ancestors or whatever, um, like, sacrificing thousands of children 3,000 years ago, like, he talks about it as if he was there. Yeah. He probably was there. Yeah, that that's what my theory is. Um This story really needs like expounded upon because we we need a TV a show. We need a lot more of this. So just make a TV show called Silver Shamrock. A TV show yeah. about it. Like if they did a series that would actually be really really great. It would be I mean, I think it would do it more uh justice than than to just do a remake of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it would make the original series or the original movie like more successful and would bring mm-hmm. more people to it. Absolutely. And it, and for people like us who have been watching the movie for years, it'll give us like more of a backstory for it. Yeah. The backstory it deserves. Yeah, cuz like if you did an anthology series now with Halloween, like it would be a lot more successful than it was back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. First off, because we have internet now, so we'll know what to expect. <laughs> yeah, and and it also helps that like anthologies are more common nowadays. So uh, somehow the TVs form like a glowing circle, <laughs> and. They like attach to Stonehenge, attach. and Connell Cochran is like in the like in the line of fire, and um, he turns into stone and just disappears. <laughs> um, That's yeah, the way of uh, teleporting out of there. Yeah, like it. Like we never find out where he goes or what happens, but um. So the the factory starts burning down and uh, Tom Atkins and Ellie escape. And what happens on the ride home is there's just like this 10 minute scene of like Ellie attacking Dr. Chalice. But we find out that she's a robot. So. Mm. um, Like, what do you guys think happened in this? Like, do you think she was a robot the entire time? No. Because I don't think the robots talked. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think, I think that they kill people and turn them into robots. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, or at least like use said, we, their just, skin. we just we just we just need a, more of an explanation on this. So. Um, yeah, there's like a 10 minute scene of him. He crashes his car into the into a tree and he is like fighting Ellie and then he like knocks <laughs> her head off. But then her. Her arm still attacks him and it just goes yeah, it on like, and on. It was so long. So he ends up running away, even though his car is probably 
fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, runs back to the gas station from the beginning of the movie and meets with the same the same guy and the guy's like, hey, don't I know you? And um, he so we we cut to Tom Atkins yelling at whoever <laughs> on on the phone to just called. yeah I don't know who he's talking to but the um, phone or the cable people <laughs> yeah he's like he's like yelling at them to not air the commercial and thousands of kids are gonna die and it's like he no one's gonna believe you he doesn't have proof. Yeah. They need them to not air it. Um, and commercial goes off on one channel and then another channel and then it's still airing on the other channel and he's like screaming. Stephen, would you like to do an impression? Um, my acting is not there. <laughs> People, do you want to do, a, do an impression of Tom Atkins yelling stop it? And I just like stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no. I was gonna play the oh. ending. <laughs> there's a Domino's commercial. <laughs> and we're not sponsored by Domino's, so But we should be. We we could be. Yeah, Domino's if you Could we be? If they want to get, if they want to uh, sponsor us, hit them up, dude. Hit them up. It's just the perfect ending. It is. It deserves to be followed up on. Do you think they stopped it? Um. No. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, for him, maybe. In reality, Fox News still had it on, so they weren't going. <laughs> they weren't going. They weren't going to turn it off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they stopped it. <laughs> the only the only reason I say that is because. Uh, Tom Atkins said on the documentary that he thinks that they stopped it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I would think that they didn't because it didn't seem like they were going to do it. Yeah, it didn't. But like that would have been a cool follow up to where like he didn't stop the final channel. Now he has to live with the guilt <laughs> of not st- of only stopping two of the three channels. Oh, then he'd be drinking at the beginning of that movie. Oh, yeah, he'd be drinking more. <laughs> but, um... Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh... It's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Um, have you the night seen... no one comes home. Yeah, I love that tagline, too. Um, have you guys seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers? No. Years ago... I don't remember I've re- that much about it. I rewatched it um, like three weeks ago or something, and it, it's great. But um, it's um, it was made four years before this, and they're like very similar movies. 
like it, it was odd watching it and seeing how how similar they were like even the town of santa mira is in is an in invasion of the body snatchers mm. but um yeah i should um, watch that should watch like i think it's 1978 watch that version i haven't seen the original but i want to um that was my recommendation by the way um it's gonna be my cheap my cheap way out. Um, do you guys have anything to recommend? I just have my cheap way out too. Recommend some things you and me Sean's way of still being on the podcast. Shout out, Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you guys have a recommendation? Let's just recommend Dune as a podcast or as yes. a group. Yes. I don't know People if I can really explain it. <laughs> I didn't have one ready. It's men on an <laughs> It's it's men on a planet of cocaine, pretty much. Wait, what? What? Dune. It's just a bunch of men on an island full of cocaine and worms. Hell yeah. Just kidding. That's Dune. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet. Is that how you say his name? Sure. Yeah, I think it's how you say his name. I love him. And they just greenlit Dune Part 2, which is exciting. Yeah. Coming in October 2023. They need to slow down. We haven't seen the first one. We haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I was going to say, we're I, recommending it. <laughs> I don't have any Halloween. Recommend, uh, recommend. Well, the Chucky TV series. I think I might have recommended that already, though. I don't think you did. But I recommend it again. Why not? <laughs> All right. Um, I want to see that. It's funny. Yep. Yeah. I just want everybody Watch. to die on there. Watch the um, first episode. I haven't watched the second or third yet. The sec I didn't see the third one yet. The second one just made me hate the characters even more. Hmm. Except for the main one. And Chucky, of course. And I'm waiting yeah. for Tiffany. Yeah, I'm waiting for that too. Because she's the best character. And um. Jen Jennifer Tilly is iconic. I was about to ask if she was um, the Tiffany on the, if yeah. she does Tiffany on the show. Because I really don't yes. know that much about the show. I've heard people tell me about it, but I haven't even got to like check on it. I don't. I haven't even. I don't even think I've seen like a like a preview of it or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah she first appear, and he um he mentioned his kid finally, but I do not want his kid to appear because I. Hated. <laughs> what was the kid's name? It was like shithead or something. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Glenn and Glenda. Oh, yeah. Glenn. <laughs> I think he <laughs> wanted to call him that, though. Yeah. <laughs> shithead. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, Chucky was terrible. It, 
it was, but and it it was like. <laughs> I mean, I laughed, I laughed at it because it was so ridiculous, but, you know, I mean, as fun. far as being, like, good, it wasn't, but it's right. good, too. It's it ruined, fun. It ruined our I chance have... of getting Chucky in the movie theater ever again. Because <laughs> the other ones yeah, went true. right to streaming. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, there was, like, a Britney Spears cameo, but I don't think that was actually her. Oh, okay. I was thought it was. Jamie Lynn. Ew. No. <laughs> yeah. Ew. We don't like her. I totally don't like her. It was um never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I was gonna say. I had like an idea for like a stack. <clears throat> right. Does uh anybody have anything else? Um no. everybody go buy your silver shamrock masks. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then have after a happy and safe Halloween. Yes, and we changed all of our social medias to the proper name. Mm-hmm. So they are under our uh, our new podcast name. So except Twitter because it didn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't fit on Twitter. I forget what it is, but Santa Mira A Pod. Yeah. But, um, we'll figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are we... Are we doing Night of the Demons next week? Please. We owe, oh, yeah. We owe, meat, we, we owe Meatball a Halloween episode because we pushed back to fit uh, the name oh, change in yeah, Halloween. I'm going to watch that before the 31st. Yeah, I probably will, too. It's so um, good. Night of yeah, the Icons. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's all I got. You guys have anything else? No, just enjoy your Halloween. Put your mask on for the big giveaway at Lana. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween.